0: This is a football podcast, man Meat, football, good Man, we talk football Meat burgers
1: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to the Fantasy Brothers Podcast Boy, oh boy do we have some good stuff for you today? We're doing a special episode breaking down the, the Saturday Panthers. episode. Yeah, the Saturday episode. I think we'll get this up today. Huh? Holy crap, been. Ben! Yeah, a trade, a trade
0: was, to end all trades. This was big enough to get us up on a Saturday and do this. So, well,
1: yeah. Let's just hop right into things here. The Carolina Panthers traded up from number nine to grab the number one overall pick. But it it wasn't just that, because that in and of itself obviously is really big, but I don't think that by itself was big enough for us to get up on Saturday and do a special podcast episode. They did that and also traded DJ Moore to the Chicago Bears.
0: Big, big trade. I did not think they would let DJ Moore go. I'm surprised. I mean, I guess it makes sense to, if you're going to trade up, you got to give me something worth hanging on to. So, yeah.
1: I mean, I I think what I read was they were trying to add in a 25 first instead of DJ Moore, but Ryan Poles, the Bears GM, said, no, we want DJ Moore, which he should have done because they need a wide receiver one.
0: Yeah. The Bears did exactly what – this, this is dream scenario, it, at least for me, for the Bears. This is exactly what you were hoping for. You get an elite wide receiver one, and yes, DJ Moore is a wide receiver one. I know he is disappointed for fantasy, but DJ Moore is an elite wide receiver. You pair that now, like Darnell Mooney is a good player, but he ain't he ain't all that. Chase Claypool, we know we don't like him. But I think those guys in tandem with DJ Moore can actually be good. And then that's not even including what the Bears got on top of DJ Moore for the first overall pick. They still have a top 10 pick this year. They got a first-round pick next year from the Panthers. A second-round pick this year, I think it's pick 61.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And a 2nd round here in 2025.
1: So, from Chicago's perspective, there's a lot of ways to break this down, right? They have... First off, if you're a Bears fan, I would be over the t- over the moon excited because this is an absolute home run for them. In terms of building a team, getting the pieces you need to have a competitive roster. They feel like they've got their quarterback, which is obviously why they traded out a number one. So check. In the process of trading down, they get a wide receiver one for your quarterback to support him. That was one of the biggest needs on the team. You don't even have to draft one now. run. You don't ha- yeah you don't have to draft a receiver and uh, on top of that they've got the 90 million plus in cap room that like they have to spend a certain amount of money I so listening to the fantasy footballers the other day they they were saying that there's a rolling three-year average of money spent in free agency and NFL teams have to hit a certain threshold um, over a rolling three-year average. And so the Bears are currently below whatever that threshold is. So they have to spend a lot of money. Like they can't just sit back and play a conservative, roll it over to next year. They have to spend money. So The Bears could be a competitive of, team. They could be interesting. I don't know, I don't know how far they're going to get. I'm really intrigued to see what they do in free agency. I'm wondering if they decide now to really attack the defense in the O-line. In free agency that, and then I think draft. that needs to be
0: their next pick is the O line is now they've addressed the receiver room. I mean Justin Fields is just fine running. Um Khalil Herbert is a good running back, even if they don't bring David Montgomery. They have to protect Fields now. Like you're 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 all in on him. You traded yeah. the number one, you got him some weapons, you have to keep him safe.
1: I could even see them. Because the running back class is so deep, I could see them picking up a running back in like the third round, like a a Zach Evans, a Sean Tucker, somebody like that. Yeah, Maybe not one of the elite guys, because I I think they could use their earlier picks in other places, namely offensive line, defensive line. They've got a great secondary. I mean, they have pieces.
0: I think the latest mock I saw had um, the Bears taking Peter Skronsky. I don't know exactly how to say his last name. The guy from Northwestern, the tackle. Yep. Yep. Um, at nine, which I think that'd be a great pick, is you know you get to have that, and DJ Moore. Now you've you've gotten yeah. two two players for one pick.
1: Yeah, and I think they could with their first second round pick, and even their second second round pick. There's a couple guys offensive linemen that I think. Well, they traded the
0: first g- one. Remember for uh, Chase Claypool, so they don't have That's their right. second round pick.
1: That's right, the thirty second pick. Yeah, which. That was a mistake. That was a bad trade. <laughs> no, yeah, not great. But um, with the with the Panthers' second-round pick, you could take either... I've heard a lot of good things about John Michael Schmitz, an offensive Schmitz. lineman from uh, Minnesota. There's also a dude from North Dakota State. His name is Cody Malk, I think, or Ma. Not sure which. Both of those guys seem like they're going to be really good interior offensive linemen as well. So you could, if you wanted to... Go O line with your first two picks. Maybe get a running back, a receiver, another kind of depth guy. They do have Valus Jones, too, which, you know, he could be a gadget player for them on offense.
0: I think going into this trade, they only had three receivers on the roster. It was like Claypool, Valus Jones, and one other guy. It wasn't Mooney, I don't think. Is Mooney under contract still? I think Mooney's still under contract. It's Mooney,
1: Equinemius St. Brown, Equinemius St. Brown. That's what it is. Yeah, the lesser of the St. Brown brothers.
0: The St. Brown uh, nobody cares about.
1: Exactly. The tall one. The one that sucks. Um, so, yeah, for Chicago, this is probably a Dreamland scenario.
0: For fantasy, where are you at with Justin Fields and DJ Moore, for that matter?
1: I think I'm still... Uh, let's do DJ Moore first, because Justin Fields is more polarizing. Yeah. Um, DJ Moore, I'm still trying to figure out exactly how I feel about him. The wide receivers for this coming season, just like strictly redraft purposes, he's probably a top 15 receiver for me. I don't think he's going to be a wide receiver one necessarily just because I don't know how much they're going to throw, I guess. And I know Justin Fields is a good thrower, but I'm not – it's sort of the the argument against why A.J. Brown would work in Philly. And it maybe it's just incorrect at this point because we've seen it sort of proved wrong time and time again where you've got a quarterback who's sort of unproven as a passer, a stud receiver goes to the team, and then automatically the quarterback levels up. So I don't know necessarily how – like I don't know the ceiling, I guess, for D.J. Moore. But I think his floor is probably better – I'd imagine he gets a bunch of targets. And I do think Justin Fields is better than any quarterback he's played with in his career so far. So you
0: telling me Sam Darnold is the guy? It wasn't the guy? Yeah, Sam Darnold. PJ was the Walker guy. wasn't the guy? It was not the guy. He was the guy. Oh, washed if, up Cam Newton was the exit, wasn't though. the guy?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cam Newton that was dog. <laughs> when he came back
0: for two games? <laughs> yeah, he was
1: whew, That was bad. Um Yeah, I don't know. How do you how do you feel about it? Cuz I think it's not just him. There's also a lot of other players that I think are moving up for me. Like a guy nobody talks about, but I think you and I both like Jerry Judy. I think he's going to be a top 15 ish type receiver this coming oh, yeah. year. A
0: healthy year with Sean Payton, like Jerry Judy, is going to pop.
1: Yeah. And, you know, Chris Olave moves up and Garrett Wilson moves up. These are guys that were not consensus top 15 receivers a year ago.
0: And you got the other guys, you consider Devonta Smith. He right. was top ten this year. Where does where do you take him now? I mean, right. It's there's a lot of moving pieces in this wide receiver like upcoming, uh, 2023 season for wide receivers. Yep. I I'm trying to be a little conservative on DJ Moore, um, just because like we you compare him to AJ Brown and Justin Fields or AJ Brown and Jalen Hurts, which I can see some of the comps. However, um, keep in mind, A.J. Brown, I think, first of all, is a better receiver than D.J. Moore. And on top of that, he went to a far better situation than uh, D.J. Moore is going to. But that aside, I mean, I still – D.J. Moore not going to be worse. How could he be? I mean, a guy that talented – was he, like wide receiver 30 or something like that? Yeah. I think um, – I definitely got him well, – Probably top 20. I think top 15 is upside. I'm not going to. I'm not willing to go all in on that upside yet. Like I'm still going to take, you know, Chris Olave, guys like that over him. Um, But, yeah, I think it's within the realm of possibilities. If Justin Fields, now that there looks like they're committing to him, Um, I could see him leveling up. OK, so Justin Fields,
1: that's. That's the other side of this wide receiver quarterback tandem. How high are you on him now that he's got his wide receiver one? Top five.
0: I mean, I guess that's not really a bold statement given how much he broke out you know, mid-late last year. Yeah. But now that they have draft capital to put pieces around him, they did put a great piece around him in DJ Moore. I'm more or less kind of all in on Justin Fields, I think. His ceiling is quarterback one. Um, assuming he doesn't get hurt, I don't see a world where he doesn't finish at least top seven again. So,
1: Yeah, so above him you probably have Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, I'm guessing. Do you have Burrow or Herbert over Justin Fields?
0: That's that's where I'm struggling. You know I love Burrow and Herbert, but we've also seen the ceiling from Justin Fields, and it's 45 points in a game, which is, I mean, well, really the same as those guys. Um, I think I got to put him over Burrow. Um, he's on, he and Justin Herbert are about even to me. Um, we'll see what the Chargers do. If the Chargers go out and get a good wide receiver, I would probably prefer Herbert. But if they don't, definitely give me Fields at four behind uh, Jalen Hurts.
1: What about uh, Fields versus Lamar?
0: Uh, Right now, definitely give me Fields. Easily.
1: Interesting. So what if – yeah, we'll just – we'll leave that there. I guess if – because we don't really know anything about Lamar yet, we can't really figure out what to do with him. Um, yeah, I I think top five is probably about right for Justin Fields. I, um, <laughs> I've got one league where I had Kyler Murray and I needed a backup quarterback last year. And uh, I traded a couple seconds. It's one quarterback, so it's not super flexible. But I traded a couple seconds for Justin Fields before he had that month long stretch of just like breaking the league kind of thing.
0: I bet that feels good. <clears throat>
1: yeah, especially when uh, Kyler Murray tore his ACL and I just slotted in Justin Fields and then won the league that, uh, that last year. So one of fun. my
0: leagues, uh, you know, my team's a very, con- it was a really contending team. And I have Jonathan Taylor. I had Jonathan, still do. But had Jonathan Taylor and just I have Josh Allen and Justin Fields and Justin Fields wasn't really doing anything. Obviously, I wasn't going to play him over Josh Allen ever. And I was trying to find a QB needy guy who had Naheem Hines. This was right after Taylor got hurt. I'm like, dude, I need Naheem Hines. Um, I'll give you like Justin Fields if you'll give me like Hines in a third. And he's like, no, I'm not going to do it. I'm like, okay, fair enough.
1: Which team was this?
0: What? Who was going to get him? Mully.
1: Yeah, but who had Naeem Hines? I'm just
0: Alex. trying to. Oh, my God. Yeah, and he's like, no I, <laughs> I think Justin Fields is a bum. And then, like, the next week, Naheem Hines oh, got my... hurt. And then oh, two my... weeks later, Justin Fields started scoring 40 points a game. <laughs> oh,
1: my gosh. So,
0: oh. needless to say, I dodged a bullet on that one. Because I was just like, dude, I got to shore up my running backs. Like, I need somebody right now who can give me production.
1: Naheem oh, Hines is
0: gonna is thrust into a starting role like I need him. So
1: <laughs> oh man. Uh okay, the the Panthers side of this, they are trading up for a quarterback.
0: They, love, guess it's, they must love somebody.
1: So I think what I've seen, and it could all be just like gamesmanship, but they're like we love two or three of these guys, and so we're just gonna trade up to number one and then figure out who we want. And then another report came out that said they were open to trading down from number one with a team that wanted a quarterback. I would think that would be like, hey, Vegas, hey, Colts, come get the number one pick and give us a boatload of capital.
0: You you but had a boatload of capital, though. I,
1: I know. I, this, it's, I think they're going to stay at one. I think they're going to probably take a quarterback. It's just a matter of which of the three do you think they traded up for?
0: I mean, I – probably Bryce Young. He's the "quote unquote best quarterback in the class." Yeah. Um but I feel like they were one of the main teams who people like they love Anthony Richardson. So, you know, I said again and again I wouldn't take him, but if if you think Anthony Richardson or whoever it is is the guy and you traded that much for like they must love him and if you think he is legit, it was worth it.
1: Yeah, I, so for the quarterbacks, strictly speaking, like NFL real-life production, not really talking fantasy football, I am I, I take this with a grain of salt because it might sound like a bit of a Homer thing to say, but I feel like if Seattle were to draft one of these quarterbacks, they will succeed just because the organization, the head coach, the, the infrastructure is kind of in place for that player to succeed there. The Panthers felt like a team that like Frank Reich to me feels like a great coach. I still don't know like the owner situation, the GM seems like he's pretty buttoned up. So like it it seems like Carolina could be good, but I'm not really convinced that like, because none of these prospects to me are just like Trevor Lawrence home runs. Doesn't really matter. They're just going to be good kind of thing. They all seem like there's a possibility things could go wrong. I guess there's
0: more red flags around each of these guys. Obviously, way, right. way better than last year. Oh but my god, yes. At the same time, like, you know, Bryce Young, is he too small? Does he have the arm? CJ Stroud. Um, I think people have questioned his arm. Plus, he was in the Big Ten and Ohio State quarterbacks really haven't worked out. Anthony yeah. Richardson is a physical freak, but he completed 50% of his passes in college. Yeah.
1: The other part that people are freaking out about is the Panthers. Current wide receiver core is terrible, but. (laughs) Now it's Terrence Marshall and and who else? Uh, uh, LaVisca Chenault. Oh, Lord. Uh, Yeah, it's not good, but also everybody tweeting like, oh my God, they traded up for this quarterback and now he has nobody to throw to. Obviously, they're going to bring in a receiver or three. (laughs) Like they're not going to leave that receiver room as it is and bring in a rookie and just be like, all right, have at it.
0: This class uh free agent class is not very good so. Hmm.
1: But I mean they could go get Jacoby Myers, they could get Juju Odell. Like any of those are fine for a rookie. Like they're not terrible. They're not incompetent. Yeah, help him develop or something.
0: Yeah. And but they also don't they, have a first next year so they can't get a right. wide receiver out of that class either.
1: Right. They could I mean they could swing a trade for like a Brandon Cooks or somebody like that who's just completely out. Yeah. uh in Houston um Robert Woods
0: got signed there by the way. I don't know if you saw that.
1: I did see that. Yeah. So that that to me is like I don't know. shoring things up for whatever rookie quarterback they grab. Yeah. Um so I don't know. The the Panthers one's interesting. I feel like they're going to take CJ Stroud. That's personally where I think they're going to go.
0: I and I'd be okay with that. He physically he might be he might be the best prospect. I don't know, given his accuracy um and college production, pedigree. Yeah. I don't know. This is this is going to be really interesting. I feel like I would want the third pick because I don't want to pick from any of these guys. I would just want whichever one falls to me. But if the Panthers like one over the other, go get your guy. And yeah. if they like him that much for fantasy in super flex leagues, that's probably the 102 behind Bijan Robinson. They're invested that much to go get their guy, and he's probably going to be an instant starter. think you got to take him
1: yeah i mean it it sort of depends on which guy they take i guess but you're you're probably right and draft strategy is going to kind of play into that as well i still think people are going to want to take richardson um but obviously we got to see where he goes and how like when does he go like if i think if he goes top 10 he probably is the
0: 102 yeah yeah i don't know it's it's as much as they're going to invest. If he goes to the Colts, um I like him if he goes If he goes to Houston, obviously I don't want him. I don't think you. I've never I haven't seen one mock where Houston takes him, so I don't think no. Houston will get him, but I think they're Bryce Young all um, the um Vegas. Yeah. I don't love it.
1: I I still I think there's an outside chance Seattle goes and gets him. He sits for a year. And then is the guy moving forward after that? If that's the case, oh lord, that could be a lot of fun.
0: Dude's got a great deep ball, and DK Metcalf—I don't know if you've heard—is pretty good at catching deep balls.
1: Pause. Anyways, uh, I think that's that's about it, right? Is there anything else you want to touch on with this trade?
0: Uh, no, just kind of wanted to to go over this. But that's a that's the first like massive news of the offseason big stuff
1: big big stuff all right that'll do it from us we'll check back in with you as our uh, regularly scheduled programming kicks back into high gear next week we'll see you
0: peace Thank you for listening
1: to the Fantasy Brothers Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode and want to connect to us, follow us on Instagram at FantasyBrothers underscore or on Twitter at FantasyBros underscore. If you want to support the show, you can do that at Patreon forward slash Fantasy Brothers.